This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast where we talk about all the magnificence, beauty, joy, delight, and fantastic excitement that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me today is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor of uh, Aikido Fresno. And Maya Solano Daniel Third Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. That got me fired up. I know. Good. I'm Good. wondering, That's what we're I'm wondering for. if you could uh, put in a few more descriptors. <laughs> all positive descriptors. A, I know. A few not, more. Not a, negative, not a negative in the bunch. <laughs> a few more descriptors. It's lunchtime. We got pizza. We're eating Here pizza in the, while we're uh, In the studio. Yeah. <laughs> as it were. Or the kitchen table. Um, and uh, <clears throat> we will be talking today. So this was something that... Um, one of our listeners suggested. Jared Wilson of Martial Thoughts Podcast. Another shootout if you're not listening to Jared Wilson's podcast. You should uh, be. Martial yeah. Thoughts Podcast. You should. Uh, it's a really good podcast, and um, he's got lots of good ideas about podcasts, as this is now the second or third uh, suggestion we've used from his. Um, Jared contacted me yesterday, and he was talking about um, asking me how, because I broke off uh, years ago from any Aikido organizations that previously existed, kind of created my own little thing. Um, and Jared was asking how I do rank and what rank means in the dojo and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, and I just kind of created a system that I thought was really fair. And I explained to him the system and the way we did it. And so then he said, um, well, this is an interesting subject. It would be cool to just have a, uh, an episode talking about what does rank in Aikido mean. So, yeah. so that's what we're talking about. What does rank mean well, in Aikido? Well, I, I think this is great for, for beginners um, because... I mean, that's something that people want to know, right? Like, um, people always think, well, it's their belt. You know, you're a white belt, and then blah, blah, blah. Are there different color belts? Are there different color blah, blah, blah? And, and obviously, different schools do it differently. But maybe we could start with just kind of laying down uh, some generalizations about how it is done for someone who is going to come in. They're going to put on their belt for the first time, and uh, they might have some kind of questions about, like, you know, um, when when might I expect to test and and what am I you know as I'm moving through what are those things going to mean and then we can get into the larger question which I think is the one that we're more excited about which is like yeah yeah but what does it really mean you know right. it, it's one thing to like have the bells and the tests and blah 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 but and, and especially as you get like to the black belt level and then beyond 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 what does that all really mean yeah so Aikido Pretty much across the board, I can't think of any big Aikido group or any Aikido group that I know about, even big or small, that um, if they have ranks, they don't have uh, what's called the Q-Dawn system. Q are ranks below Dawn. Dawn is a level, uh, a standardized level within the system, uh, meaning at that point, there's something that uh, is, is a standard for the system. Um, and Dawns are generally considered in a system to be someone who actually knows the system. Um, and, and I'm being really vague here because uh, different martial arts use Q-Dawn systems and they mean slightly different things. Um, I really think that there's this kind of Eastern-Western approach to Q-Dawn. So as you get into the West, the the image we have of a Dawn, which Dawn, Dawn's signified by the black belt. Um, the image we have of the Dawn is like this expert master fighter who can beat up everybody and they're undefeated because their skills are so good. Uh yeah, oh, this Western idea. And in the East, there's more of this idea that that's someone who can now finally start to train because they know enough stuff to train. So Q ranks, um, nine or 10 is usually about as big as you see. Uh, a lot of the big organizations start at uh, six, five, and four. You hear people starting at six, five, and four a fair amount. 
Um, there's Q ranks and then Qs go backwards in order. So like nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, and then Dawn ranks go up. So, uh, and usually uh, ninjutsu, there's some crazy like 15th dons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, oh. the, some systems have a lot of dons. Yes. Most systems stop around 10. There's like 10 black 10. belts. Yeah. Well, but, uh, <laughs> sorry, but, that's, that's just a but there's, there's, there's a lot of dons. <laughs> sorry. Um, so that's, I, yeah, I, didn't, no, mean to, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to react that way. <laughs> So that's basically it. You're, as a beginner, you're going to go into a Q Dawn system. You're going to start as a Q rank, and you're going to work your way up uh, until you achieve the Dawn rank. Um, and that's the idea of most beginners is to work themselves to where they actually know the system. So as a beginner going in, um, say that the, the dojo that you're in starts at 9. Right. Um, do you, As a newbie, do you start at 9, or do you start like pre-9 and then you test for 9? Generally pre-9. So yeah, so like if pre-9. 9 is the first rank... Then you will start pre nine, whatever that and is, um, and then test. your first test will be the ninth Q. Gotcha. Um, okay. And then most most schools don't actually talk about that. Like so, we have a, a nine Q system, for example. I don't ever refer to anyone as a tenth Q. I just say they haven't tested yet. Right. You know? Right. Okay. Untested. You untested, sir. Yes. Untested. You sir. Untested. Um, and then, uh, so is there? I mean, belting systems uh, in Aikido. Yeah, do color, where do color belts fit in? Color that? belts are appearing more and more in Aikido now. So there wasn't a lot of that. Sorry, I just took a bite. Um, there wasn't a lot of that when I first started Aikido. Most Aikido schools were white belt until you got a Hakama or a, a black belt. Um, now you're starting to see a lot of colors appearing. I think some of that's runoff from Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And some of it's also runoff from uh, a, a way to make money. Yeah. Um, so people feel feel better when they, well, no, when they I mean, have... a colors to test yeah. for um and to kind of keep people engaged um so we very recently this year in fact went to a two color belt system we have uh green belts and brown belts other than black belts um and i did that i made that conscious choice and i held off on this for a long time because i had very strong opinions about this forever that was like well little kids need colors and adults don't need colors why do you need colors you're an adult it makes it easy for people to recognize their own achievements like and that's part of the reason you go to martial arts is you want to see yourself make achievements and get better at stuff. So having a colored belt is like, see, I am a green belt now. That's easier than saying, yeah, I'm a sixth Q. And right. what that means is. Right. But I still yeah. wear my white belt. Cause... Right. Right. And there's something to be said about that. Um, and this is probably more for the later discussion as well. But, you know, you know what you know, right? So the rank system is whatever it is in my mind because it's like, well, you know where you you know what you know and you're, you're at that place. Um, but it is nice to be able to, uh, A, have something to shoot for um, and, and B, have something to, to show for it. So it is kind of... Um, you know, you got to wait until whatever when you get your, your Hakama or uh, even further uh, to get your black belt, and that can be kind of a big... Yeah, I mean, know, even if you're on a, a fast long, track, it's probably you know, at least three years that you're getting a black belt. It's a long time to, to not have anything, you know? And I was also going to say, even though I made a uh, my reaction to the multiple <laughs> belts or the multiple Dawn rankings, um, I personally haven't tested in a long time because... Um, that, that we don't really do it that that way and sometimes it makes me sad <laughs> that i'm like eh, i'm never gonna really test again you know yeah. um and so i can i i get the i the wanting to to continue 
having to prove like yeah, that but you are in, in, in I think your original point is still valid because most of those higher ranking dons aren't tested well, anymore. Right, right, right. Um, in fact, in most organizations I can think of, the test, quote unquote, is just a demo and the, it's a gimme. No one's judging you. You just come in and you do a demo like you would any other time and they go, oh, now you're a you know, seventh dawn. All right, so let's now. I guess we're just gonna we're get here. into it. Here we are. We're, we're here. We've because... arrived. What took us eight minutes twenty four seconds? <laughs> I'm surprised it took us that long. So what does it? What does rank really mean? And I mean, let's maybe start from the very beginning and work our way up uh, into the the multiple. Well, so maybe we systems. could say first how we might explain that. You know, come up together with how we might explain that. You know, I mean, what does what does your rank really mean? So someone comes in and they're like, "Okay, so how how long do I have to wait to test?" Or you know, do I and I guess some of this is like very is specific to the organization under which you're. Of course, studying. it's all specific. It's yeah. all specific. Yeah. So like, you know, there is no um, Aikido God in Aikido Heaven who looks <laughs> down and goes, "Now I grant thee a black belt." So, like, you know, people say stuff like, oh, well, that's just made up. It's all just made up. <laughs> it's just who's making it up and how much do they know. That's that's the important thing to understand. And what are they trying to get at with the system of ranking? Like, why does it exist? If you don't understand why it exists, then it really is valueless. Right. Okay, so that being said, <laughs> uh, on our personal level, um, let's just run it, run it through. I mean, uh, so we have some, some demarcations of things. So... Um, you know, starting with the, the ninth Q test and then a green belt, brown belt, uh, black belt. Let's run through it. Well, so, uh, you know, when I broke off from Aikido organizations, I was just kind of left with what are we going to do? Um, and so back when I was teaching the garage still, um, and, uh, I just had a completely independent school. I hadn't even, even tried to get with any organizations. Uh, Michael Barron and I came up with a nine Q system. Um, and we went to a 9Q system from, we had both started in a 6Q system. We went to a 9Q system because we felt like it took a little longer and it would be nicer to have some little more steps before you get to black belt. Now look, the whole objective of a Q system is to give the beginning student all the pieces they need to know to a standard, right? And the standard we hold is that you understand the entirety of the system. You know the names of all the throws, you know the names of all the pins, you know how to do all the things, you know how to demonstrate it at a decent level. Um, nothing you see in the Aikido world is going to really stump you because you understand what it looks like. And that, so that would be a black belt. That's a black belt. And that's, yeah, yeah Shodan, like the beginning of real rank, like the beginning of understanding the system. Okay. Um, yeah. And I just want to spell those things out for yeah, people no, that's listening great. because maybe they don't know that Shodan means black belt, <clears> you know. Right. Show is literally like the, the beginning of something that, you know, here we start. Um, and then the dawn is like a, you know, like a, a standard of understanding stuff. So, um, so we had that. And then when I took over Aikido Fresno and had a more public school, um, that's when it was like, okay, now we're officially breaking off from the California Aikido Association. Um, and we're going to do our own thing. And so that's when I went to a three dawn system. And it's really simple. Um, after you get a Q, a Q has to be recognized by two, um, Udonsha ranked, two black belt ranked people. Uh, a don, a shodan is someone who um, is able to demonstrate all of the things we do. Um, and actually, we make them do this at first cue. 
So we, we watch them and make sure they can do all these things, all these things, all these things. Um, and then at Shodan, they have to do it at a very polished level. So I expect them to be able to do it at a more polished level. So that way we can avoid uh, talking about all the technical stuff forever. And I just want to see them do it well. And that's what a Shodan is. They know the entire system and they can do it well. They can so for you, at a first queue, a first queue might be equivalent to someone else's black belt in that they know all the whole system. Right. They know the whole system. Okay. And I want to give them a little more time after that to make it look good. Gotcha. Um, and that's the idea. And also like, to, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but to uh, implant it into themselves and, and, and uh, show that they they have uh, made it their own practice as opposed to just sort of mimicking what they've seen, exactly what they've right. seen, what yeah. they've seen uh, to be. And, and generally at first cue, this has already been done, but, um, you know, to make sure that that's in there so that they can show like they can do the, everything. They can do it well, and they can show that they have understand they, it for themselves. They have an understanding of it for themselves. Right. Yeah, right. And then um, uh, the next cue or next don we have is chudon, which just simply means middle black belt. What a chudon can do is a chudon has the ability to teach the system. Now, this is someone that I would like to have been teaching for at least three years their own class. So they've been uh, working with their own group of people regularly, having their own problems, trials and tribulations, asking questions to me and like observing the world of Aikido and how it's taught and how it's done. Um, when I feel like, and I watch their classes at, from time to time, when I feel like, oh, that guy is starting to say things on his own now, like he's he's coming up with his own answers for this. He's not just parroting back what he's heard from his teachers, but he now has his own, starting to have his own ways of saying things. Um, that's when I'll ask for a Chudon test. Uh, and a Chudon test is that student uh, is in charge of putting together a seminar, deciding when it is, holding the seminar, and and giving the seminar at a professional level. Um, and then I watch the seminar and make sure it looks good, looks good, then that becomes a Chudon. And so the Chudon in our school is a teacher. It's like a, a true teacher. So at Shodan, you're kind of like a junior teacher. You know all the stuff, so you can tell it to people. At Chudon, you can really teach it. Um, and then Jodon... Uh, is Winnie and I don't have any Jodons right now, but Jodon is someone who has gone off on their own, is teaching what we do, and has brought someone up to the Shodon level, and they bring that person to us. Uh, we observe it when they pass Shodon, the teacher gets the Jodon, right? Meaning that they now, not only are they a teacher, they're teacher capable of bringing someone from zero all the way to the Shodon level. So that's a complete understanding of Aikido at that. And at the that. Shodon gets nothing. Well, they get a black belt. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're um, just here for me yeah so now that we've kind of gone over the system the way that well let's let's break it down also uh for us so the the levels in between the q systems for you because so yeah, we have we have the three idea. levels um so uh, uh you know uh green belt brown belt etc uh let's break down those levels so you know one two and three for us before you even get to you're talking about the q ranks yeah the q ranks yeah. so in the q ranks basically the way I have it set up now, and this is a lot of me messing with it until I, I realize like, oh, this is how I think I can get people to see Aikido. I think I'm done messing with it now. Um, but, and it really doesn't matter, honestly, the cues, cues I kind of look at as being in like a fishbowl. It doesn't matter what order you give them. In the end, the product is going to be they have Aikido. Right. So I have many times screwed with the order. I give people things and like tell them and make them work on different things at different times to see the best results. I think we're on a really good one now. Basically now, we start off with them getting the idea of what we call Aiki, um, which is the ability to interact with someone else's energy. Um, that sounds hippie, but just literally what someone does to be able to interact with that in a positive way for you. Um, to be able to make good awase, so to be able to move with what they're doing. 
to be able to make Hadoki when your Owase fails, um, to be able to do that with weapons, without weapons, why the techniques all work the way they do. So basically, you know, pre-green belt, you're working on a lot of Owase. Green belt into brown belt, you're working with a lot of Hadoki and the very beginning of weapons. And then uh, brown belt to black belt, you're working a lot with weapons and a lot with Giowaza and a lot with Rondori and able to actually do the stuff at this point. And, so, and also explain it at that point. Right. Right. So once you're getting into the brown belt, you should have not only a physical understanding, but a uh, intellectual understanding that you could be start beginning to pass along to other people. Right. Yeah. So nine, eight, seven is seven when you get the green, green belt. belt. Seven. Seven, six, five. Four, four is when belt. you get the brown belt. Three is when you get the hakama, for us at least. And then, and then you know, Showed on is when you get the black, black belt. belt. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so now let's talk about from a, a, a sort of different perspective what the ranks mean for uh, kind of for other students, right? So because that's one thing that's important, I think important to, to realize, uh, and one of the things that that having rank and under and, and recognizing rank with other people is good for. So that as a new student, uh, when I come onto the mat and I see a guy with a brown belt, I see a guy with a hakama, a black belt, uh, you know, whatever, I can quickly ascertain who are the people that know more than me and uh, who I might want to train with. And I think that is another useful tool. A useful tool and another reason that rank is important. So, you know, for instance, um, the people with the higher uh, Q rankings have probably been training longer uh, and they probably have uh, better knowledge. So they probably have better Kimmy and you can probably throw them harder and, you know, like this, this should all. And, you know, we talked about this in one of the other podcasts, you know, the fact that you should find those people and train with them. Um, but that, but that is something that that rank means as well for uh, beginning students, also to see like, oh, this guy knows knows some stuff. And you know, I mean, a big thing that rank means to to new people, like if you know zero about Aikido and you want to know about Aikido, you're gonna go pick someone who's a black belt to teach you. And um, if there's a bunch of numbers of black belt and tens the most. You would, of course, want to go to a 10th guy black belt because a 10th don probably knows the most, you know? So um, all ranking is is a stamp of approval from a a governing body of some sort, right? Someone else who supposedly knows something about this has said, this person also knows about this. This, That's what it is. Uh, And so I I suppose then there's a lot that goes into this and one of the things – and again, because going back to my previous point, like, you know what you know. So it is possible that you could meet someone who knows a ton of shit, um, who has no ranking at all because sure. he's, you know, I mean, you know, if you look at our school, you could say, well, we don't really, I mean, you you have a uh, an organized showdown, correct? Like yep. through through the, the organization. Um, I do not, right? Um, so, you, you know, from one aspect, you could go, well, this guy doesn't know what, might not know what's, go- you know, happening. Right, but see, you do, like, well, right, right, the trick right, of the whole thing, right? right? It's like, you do, but from this governing body, right, right. Instead of this governing body's another, headed up right. by me, and right. so if you want to read the stuff I have to say about Aikido, and look at what I've done with Aikido and martial arts, that's my seal of approval. Right. I give Josh the seal of approval, I say, hey, this guy knows about Aikido, if you ask him. Now, if you don't think I know anything about Aikido, then I guess right, that's right. worth nothing, but just like... 
any other of these big organizations that you eventually decide, like, oh, that organization really doesn't know much about Aikido, you know? So th- I think that was going to be my point, is you, you, you first got to find the uh, governing organization that you think um, has some merit by which uh, to right. speak on these things. Right. Yeah. It's all a system of value, and that might be hard for a new person because they don't know anything about sure, Aikido, yeah. so they don't know what value, how to look. Yeah, right, they yeah. don't know what what a, a good you know value of Aikido knowledge would would mean. Um, I was going to ask. Sorry, this is a little bit off from what we were talking about, but um, for new people, once again, like how are are they, when should they expect to test? When should they should they ask their teacher say hey I want to test now or should they wait for the that teacher? always goes well let me tell you should you wait for your Just teacher kidding. to ask you uh, I think I'm ready for you to test now Man, how look, does this go so that's such a sweeping question um, <laughs> in our school it's I consider it a little rude when you uh, you tell me you're going to test especially if you tell me you're going to test for something and you probably won't find yourself testing for that thing. Um, <laughs> Basically, at our school, what we do is I watch people. I watch the students all the time. I'm obsessive about watching people and deciding what's going on with them. Um, And then just making the decision like, yeah, that person's really close. And if they push hard for a test, they'll be ready to test or they're ready to test. You know, like that's what I'm always looking for in them. And if I think they're really close, I usually hound them more. I'm like, you should be getting ready for a test. Think about a test. Start thinking about a test. So this way they start training harder. Um, and if they're already there, I'm like, you're taking a test next month. You know, like if, if I can tell, like oh, that person's there. Um, that's the way I do it. Other schools are different things. You you need to talk to the, you know, in the, this is the locker room talk, right? This is the dressing room talk where you uh, talk to the other students go like, hey, if I wanted to test, what do I do? And find out what's cool at your school, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, uh, let me bring something up. Okay. And this may be, um, I don't know, uh, a little whatever. <laughs> When we're looking at these dawn system, what does it really mean? Like extended dawn, three, four, five, six, seven. When you're talking about the fact that someone can just come in, uh, I mean that generally the way these are done is you give a demonstration and you, it's not like a, a, a test, quote unquote, in, a, natu- in a, a normal kind of understanding. And knowing that in some of these situations, right the way that it works is the organization governing body comes in and they give a seminar and they make a bunch of money on it um so that they can you know there's a whole process there's a there's a process that goes along that make that might make it seem as if um there are things going on other than just hey do you are you ready for this thing? Does that make sense? Yes. Am I saying that in a way that is... <laughs> as tactful as possible. Tactful as yeah. possible. <laughs> um, I had this question for a long time as well, you know, because you'll see <coughs> um, people posting their seminars and be like, right. blah, 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 sixth dawn, blah, 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 fourth dawn, you know? And, like, I was always like, well, what, what is that even... I didn't really have, like, a... Uh, frame of reference right. for that for what even that even what I was even, like it's just well, a high number right, like right. I guess that's supposed to be a good thing and I mean is it is it this kind of situation where you know uh, I'm a third dawn and I've been studying for you know I've been showing up for the last 25 years and at a certain point they go well this guy has put a lot of time and effort into the thing we need to like give him like is it a fucking honorary doctorate that we're kind of talking about here or is it um, you know some actual 
Uh, is it a, a, a financial transaction? You know, because I mean, that could be the thing, right? Yeah. Like, or is it, it like how big does your business grow? Right. We, we're impressed by you how know, you because grow your dojo or what is it? Yeah. Right. Because if, if what you're saying, I mean, if, if we're saying that the higher rank you are, the more likely you are to, to get uh, students, right? Then it would make sense for me to want to get to the highest rank as possible. And if I got to pay some extra money out to make that happen, um, I might be interested in doing it. Now, that's not to say that that's what people are doing, but those questions are, are, are out there, at least in my mind. Yeah, I mean, those, those things are all things that are happening. Um, so it depends on the organization what means what where. Really generally with most organizations at about third dawn, there's not a lot of new stuff going on. And really, in my opinion, at Shodan, there should be no new stuff, meaning that like you're responsible for new material because Shodan is, right. is where you thing. know right, everything. Right, right, right. So it's a refinement. So um, in some ways beyond Shodan, uh, there's nothing new. Like, you know, Shodans know everything, you right. know, like, so, it, so in, yeah, yeah. in uh, Aikikai, like, you know, at uh, Nidon, you're supposed to know the Kaishiwaza, the reversal techniques, but most Shodans know those by then, especially because the Shodans are always helping other Nidons right, get ready, right, other right, Shodans right. get ready for Nidon tests. So it's like, they know all that stuff. Um, it, it's just a refinement as you go. And so that refinement really especially seems like around Sandan, Third Dawn. Um, that refinement comes less about you as a practitioner of Aikido and more about you as a school operator. Right, or as a, a uh, ambassador of right, the Right, an art. ambassador okay. of the yeah, art, yeah. 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 Okay. So like yeah. Uh, meaning that, that, you know, you might not be great at Shionage or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you well, know, right, not any yeah, better yeah. than a Shodan at Shionage, but, but right. um, you are good at managing people and right. getting people to want to come in the door and getting people excited about Aikido. And you have, you know, 20 black belts underneath you. And it's like, wow, you've really done a lot to promote the art. And that's what we're ranking sure. on. Right. Okay. So when people that are like, yeah. you know, like, oh, someone's a ninth Don. It's like, well, that means they've been around for a long time and they're contributing back to the organization right. a lot. Right. Um, so that's really what no, those that's high yeah. rates are. And now. I mean, I think that's uh, it's interesting to look at it in that perspective because, in some ways, that is as legitimate a thing to give rank for, right, than anything else, right? I mean, but confusing. Well, true. Yeah, true. That's what I was just going to say. Is like I think that seems confusing to put it in the same spectrum or the same, you know, uh, progression as like learning the, the knowledge part of it, the understanding the system, you know, for at some point this, this, uh, this progression to go from testing what you know, testing what you know, testing what you know, testing to, what you know, yeah. to suddenly now, well, how many students you got, you know, like. Testing what you know about running a business. Right, exactly. Testing about promoting, testing what you know about. So it seems like, you know, to me that maybe, you know, I guess, I mean, that well, is that's the, just the, the ranking system, right. right? But that's also just a shift in like, I think right. you explained it pretty well, which is like, it, once you're at once you're at the the showdown, there it is. And if you sort of look at it in that that respect, then and, and take that for what it is. If the guy has been a showdown for twenty years, you can assume that, you know, he's done some stuff. He's refined and, it, yeah. You know, so. Right, and and I think too, like the the ranking system probably is a reflection of the values of the organization that yes. that places those ranks. So like, in a way. Even though I was thinking right now, I think there should be a separate ranking system for your your business acumen or whatever. Maybe you shouldn't because I mean, if that's what your organization values, which is right, right. bringing in new students or you know being an ambassador for the art, as right. Josh said, like 
if that's what you're valuing, then that should be in your dance. Especially guess, you in the, at the higher ranks. Right, right. Which, I mean, makes sense if, if from an organizational structure in a lot of ways. That, like, at a certain level, and, you know, we have three, you know. Uh, but at a certain level, you would want your highest students to be able to go out and be ambassadors for the art and all these other things and then be able to come back. So, well, and as you grow as a larger organization, you want more and more people to be driven to continue to, right. to contribute grow, right. back to you as you grow. And, you know, having those testing fees certainly do help. Yeah. Well, so what's shitty about the whole thing is to a person who's starting – they are not starting to run an Aikido organization. Right, right, you know, right, 99% right, right. of beginners, like day one starting, aren't interested in starting an Aikido organization. So their testing for an Aikido organization is unimportant. Right. They're interested sure. in learning the art of Aikido. Yeah. And so I, think, I honestly, with the three-done system we have, I think it's much more fair because it's saying like, look, you know everything here. You can teach everything here. You're a good teacher right, at right. this stage. Yeah. And that's it. After that, I, I'm, we're not going to judge right. how well okay. you do. Right. You know, right. like, and do what you do. Really, right. And I think that's really what I appreciate about it is um, it takes out like all uh, like anything else that is kind of irrelevant, right? Because it's like um, it could be that like uh, I'm a uh, shodan and I just want to get really good at my Aikido and that's it. Yeah. Um, and I could do that. I would still be a, a, a shodan, you know? Right. Um or I could move to that next level and realize, like, I just want to work on myself. And and so wherever you're at it is where you're at. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Is there anything? What? What? Is there anything else? I mean, I think we we kind of swept through it pretty well. I feel like. Um, I think um, there's a big section we didn't hit, which is like understanding the difference between performing ability mm. and understanding what something is. Right. So. So like something like Go, the the game, um, Go, a dawn is a um, it's it's an ability of play, it's a level of play. Um, with Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, basically black belts are demonstrating a level of play, meaning they're demonstrating an ability to perform a task. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now different than yeah, different yeah. than say a lot of traditional martial arts, which people aren't demonstrating the ability to do a task i mean they are but this is a little in tricky a different but way. yeah mostly what they're being able to demonstrate is knowledge of a thing mm -hmm. right to be able to do 14 katas and like know the names of all these different things and know why these things were built and put together um so um when you're looking at what a black belt is you have to really ask like what are my touched on this with you know what are the values of it mm -hmm. because to me especially with shodan I'm not really putting a performance, a high performance level. Mostly I want them understanding. Right. Because I know, I look at once you get a show on, you should be able to go off on your own entirely, separate from anyone else, and still progress. Right. Because you know enough about the system intellectually. And that's what Aikido was for me. Like once I started sparring with it and stuff, I had to pull upon my knowledge that I had trained into me. Um, as opposed to like my ability of play, right? My level of, yeah. of doing it. No, I think that's a good thing. And that's uh, like, and I hope that it's not confusing to people, but I think it's very interesting uh, to look at the, the ranking system that way. Um, because in Aikido, it definitely is about knowledge. Mm -hmm. um, and, and somewhat about, it, it, less so I think about performance, right? But more so ab about the knowledge and I mean, maybe some schools are different. I mean, it could be some schools really want you to be able to perform these things, you know, in a kind of more uh, open and free 
environment or whatever. Not that I've but, seen. But, well, um, but it, it definitely is more uh, about, uh, about knowledge, which if you are wanting to learn the thing, uh, is good, right? Because then it means that the, or it should mean that the high ranking students understand it and will be able to give it to you for you to do what you want with right. it. So. You get into a tricky wicket when you're like looking for a teacher because it's like, well, they might be really good, but they don't know how to talk about right, it. They don't right, even know right. what they're doing right. on an intellectual level, so they can't tell it to me. They can just do it well. Right. I think maybe this is why people from other martial arts look at Aikido and they are confused. Like, Because we're intelligence, uh, well, intelligence intellectual, because it's uh, an intellectual thing as uh, right. well, opposed so like, to a bottle uh, physical. Right, thing. right. So like... Like you were saying for jujitsu, it's like you at at black belt you are be able you're able to demonstrate a certain game or you you know all the games your level of play. Um, where for maybe a, an aikido black belt, you know this might be an older person who physically maybe isn't there anymore, but does know the all right. the system mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and is able to you know understand what what everything is and stuff. Um, so I think like that might be why there's a weird disconnect there between us and some other martial arts and then where they go, well, why can't your black belt do yeah, why are you black X, belt Y, and so Z? Shitty. Um, yeah. Maybe because they're looking at it through a different value system of ranking. Right, right. right. and you know, that might sound shocking mm-hmm. to say that to people, but when you go to college to study business, how often is the teacher a mega successful businessman? I would probably venture almost never yeah, right. because they wouldn't be teaching business right, right. if they were a mega successful business person. Right. So you can know a lot about a thing and not be great at doing it yourself. and like Or not a, want to do it yourself. Yeah, or not whatever, or whatever, whatever the reason, whatever the reason is. is. Right, right, but yeah. you, you're not performing it at right, a yeah. level. Yeah. You are simply um, know about it. And, and that's what teachers are. Teachers are people who know about things. Right. I like it. Um, anything else about uh, the lower ranks or anything else? Um, I mean, I think this was pretty good. I hope uh, that Jared uh, listens and it hits uh, home with him as far as what he wants. I hope it's yeah. I mean, we just, I mean, it it has given me a lot to think about just in our yeah. own conversation here, which is um, um, what I like. So yeah, um, I think too like. For the young, for the younger, the, like the lower the ranks, the, for the younger for kids, the young kids for, the, for the youngsters, the children, for the, for the, the lower steady. ranks. Um, I think like, you know, paying attention, like realizing that rank is pretty important in an mm-hmm. Aikido dojo. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you might not realize if it's your first martial art ever or whatever that like it, it's kind of a big deal, you know. And yeah. like, paying attention to people's ranks and and being cool about it, right. you know, in, in terms of like. Remembering where to sit next to right, you. Know right, I mean? right, yeah, like, yeah. That's part of understanding rank and right. understanding, you know, and this goes in also to like you're practicing with someone who's a higher rank than you, and you maybe they say something and you might have some questions or concerns about right. what they've told right. you, you know, like be cool about right. it. Because Trust that's part them. Of, and, yeah, 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 that's part of understanding rank is going maybe they're, they have some insight. Right. Maybe that, I don't know everything. Right, exactly. Right. And even if you are higher ranked than someone else, you know, being cool about your rank and not showing right. that in someone's face right. or whatever else. Very true, very true. Um, yeah. So, you know, I think that's important to keep in mind. Okay, so um, we're going to leave it there.
as they say in the biz. That's what they say. In the biz. <laughs> in the biz? Is that what they say? Yeah, you ever watch uh, the TV news? Uh, the TV you know, news. They, they have those roundtables, and then they go, we'll have to leave it there when the time runs out. So we're leaving it there. Um, so we'd like to thank again our uh, – are you pulling this up? That's okay. yeah, that's our uh, Patreon sponsors, uh, <coughs> and we're going to – are we going to list them? Are you going to read them? Yeah. If yeah. you can pull it up? Yeah, just give me a second. Uh, so we'll get, come back to that, but uh, we will uh, ask that if you can uh, find this uh, podcast and subscribe so that you can get it in your uh, feed. Um, like the podcast, share the podcast with your friends and people who might be interested in Aikido. Uh, leave a comment if you would. Those are always great for us. If you have any idea, uh, any ideas for future podcasts, you can go ahead and let us know. It doesn't look like... We're frantically trying to figure this out. Um, <laughs> we don't have a producer, so if we had a producer, they would just pull it up and we would be perfect, but that that hasn't happened. We should fake. We should, like, say, hey, Fran. Like, hey. We'll, we'll do it all ourselves just like we're doing now, but we'll say, like, Fran, we need you to. Mr. Mr. Yeah. Producer, can you pull up the names? And then they would have them ready to go. Um, because we definitely want to be able, we want to thank those people because it's, you know, um, we're doing this for fun, but it is nice that people appreciate it enough to be able to even give us uh, a couple of bucks a month and, uh, and and help it go down. We were unable to find the names in time, so uh, we're adding this on at the end. We would like to thank uh, Lenny Acuna, Matt Riley, Warwick Dean, Jim Sullivan, and Grant Templin, uh, all of which are our Patreons and uh, contributing regularly to the podcast. We super appreciate that. We're up to $9 a month now, so we're getting up there, uh, and we super appreciate it. So thanks a lot, guys, and we'll see you next week.